With no fees or minimums, banking with Capital One is the easiest decision in the history of decisions. Even easier than deciding to listen to another episode of your favorite podcast. And with no overdraft fees, is it even a decision? That's banking reimagined. What's in your wallet? Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com slash bank. Capital One N.A. Member FDIC. Hey, and welcome to Short Stuff. I'm Josh. There's Chuck. There's Josh. And this is Short Stuff. Like I said twice now, I'm wasting time. <laughs> Let's just go. So this is about finding your worst nightmare realized. <laughs> this is pretty universal worst nightmare stuff. Yes, this is about the idea that if you go to a hotel mm-hmm. and you're sleeping and you get up in the morning and you're like, what is that weird smell? Mm-hmm. And you check out. You will probably never know this. I doubt if they would follow up and let you know. But there could be a dead body under that bed. Yeah. And what's weird is this is an urban legend, very widespread one. The You know, some friend of my cousin who he works with uh, went to Vegas with his wife once. And, and got on an elevator with Eddie Murphy? <laughs> right. <laughs> and he had a dog. And Eddie Murphy said, sit, lady. And, and the wife <laughs> sat down. And Eddie Murphy said, no, I was talking to my dog. Oh, yeah. And then gave them, paid off their mortgage. That's right. Uh, no, different than that, that like, you know, your cousin's friend, coworker, uh, went to Vegas and this happened to him. What's weird about this, Chuck, is Snopes is on the case and God bless Snopes for doing everything they do. They said, not only has this happened, this has happened many times over. This is one of those rare urban legends that is actually true. That's right. Uh, in a lot of hotels, there are it's sort of a platformy box spring situation where there is a cavernous area mm-hmm. under the box spring, uh, but above that that platform that turns out is just right for storing a body. Yeah. Every every criminal knows. You want to store a body? Every motel in America has you covered. Pretty much. Should we go through some of these? I think we should because, again, like this has happened many times. Um, one of the first ones Snopes talks about happened in 2003 at the Capri Motel in downtown Kansas City. And one of the, the recurring themes that I've seen, Chuck, is management sometimes won't do anything. They'll be like, sorry, nothing can be done. This is the only room we have. You have to stay here. Mm-hmm. And people will stay there despite the stench of what turns out to be a decomposing body like in this case. Yeah. A, a dead thing is a very specific smell. I would not for one second even unpack my suitcase and give it a shot. Right. Well, this guy in Kansas City not only unpacked his suitcase, after complaining about the room and being told nothing could be done about it, um, he stayed there for three nights from July 10th to July 13th and finally checked out because of the smell. And I looked um, on those dates in 2003 in Kansas City. It got up to around 90. Oh, good Lord. So I'll bet it was pretty smelly. And finally, housekeeping was like, well, let's figure out what this is. And they lifted up the mattress and there was a body in the state of advanced decomposition. July, I'm sorry, June 1999, Mm -hmm. a 64-year-old named Saul Hernandez uh, was discovered uh, inside and under a bed at the Burgundy Motor Inn. I hate calling out these hotels, but I guess it is what it is. Room 112. Yeah, this gets really specific. (laughs) Yeah. Don't say they're in Atlantic City. Uh, In fact, it's Atlantic City, so it may not even be there at this point. Yeah, I was wondering that myself. But uh, a German couple, uh, God bless them, they didn't know any better. They spent the night there sleeping over his body. They complained to the manager about the smell. They said, mm-hmm. mein Gott, <laughs> do something about it. And that's when they found the body. 
Yeah, German uh, tourists are a recurring motif in this urban legend come to life because in 1994 in Florida, there were two cases in Florida in 1994 alone, and both of them were bodies that were discovered after complaints from German tourists. So they have really bad luck with this kind of stuff. <laughs> uh, lovely Pasadena, California, mm-hmm. uh, the wonderful Colorado Boulevard Travel Lodge. In July 1996, a woman was found under a mattress. They discovered her 10 days later hmm. uh, after guests had complained for several days of a foul odor. At, at this point, I would think if someone says there's a bad smell, I would just immediately assume it's a body and look. Yeah, you'd think it would be like a, a, a recurring kind of like column that pops up in like the Hotel Times or, you know, Motel Industry News Magazine or something like that. Yeah. But I guess not. Because it still continues. Um, there, this the Snopes traced it all the way back to I think 1982 was there the first report that they mentioned. I don't know if it was the first time it's ever happened, but um, between 1982 and 2010, they found 10 cases. And this is not just a body being discovered in a hotel room. Apparently, that happens multiple times a day, every day, everywhere in the world, I guess, from what this looks like. But what Snopes is saying is like, no, we got to stick to the urban legend where somebody, the body was discovered because somebody slept above it overnight. And at least 10 times between 82 and 2010, that happened. Yeah. And that's, you know, that cut it off, like you said, in 2010. If you just Google a dead body hotel mattress, that happens a lot still. Yeah. There, <laughs> there was, was a, there was one in Austin last year, mm-hmm. one the year before somewhere else. I can't remember. Yeah. But they're kind of all over the place. Yeah. It seems like an annual event, like the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade or something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> one smells way worse than the other. I'll let you guess. Yeah. So do you want to uh, take a break and come back a little bit? Yeah. We'll come back in a second, talk a little bit about uh, another way that bodies find their way to hotel rooms. Listen to this. It's a game changer. Amazon is now in healthcare. Yes, Amazon. It's called Amazon One Medical. They offer same-day appointments. And if that's not convenient enough for you, they also have 24-7 virtual care. Yeah, you know, imagine you're feeling so sick that even the thought of getting out of bed is just too much for you. With Amazon One Medical, you don't have to leave the house. Of course, what good is that if you then have to drag yourself to the pharmacy? But you don't have to do that either because of Amazon Pharmacy. It makes a lot of sense. Delivering things fast is what Amazon is known for, and that's exactly what they do here. They'll deliver your prescriptions directly to your door. No waiting in pharmacy lines with people who probably all have something worse than whatever you're there for. Again, this is a game changer. Thanks to Amazon Pharmacy and Amazon One Medical, healthcare just got less painful. Hey, everybody. Josh and Chuck are here to tell you about a new podcast, Car and Drivers Into Cars, a production of Car and Driver and iHeartMedia's Ruby Studio. That's right. It's hosted by Eddie Alterman and Tony Quiroga. Into Cars is the ultimate podcast for car lovers. Whether you're in the market for a new set of wheels or just love the sound of a V8, Car and Driver's panel of editors and car experts test drive and review today's most compelling new rides. And the best part, Eddie and Tony have no filter. They review cars with the same blend of intelligence, independence, and irreverence that has made Car and Driver a trusted source for news and reviews since 1955. Car and Driver's Into Cars is brought to you by eBay Motors, all the parts 
parts you need at the prices you want. Guaranteed to fit your ride every time. Visit ebaymotors.com for more. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. So jump in, buckle up, and listen to Car and Drivers Into Cars. Available wherever you get podcasts. So what we talked about before was specifically, like you said, the urban legend mm-hmm. of bodies under a mattress, under a box spring. Uh, my thought was like, how are they getting there? The answer is they're they're all murder cases generally. Pretty, pretty much murder or say like a couple of people are partying in a hotel and one of them dies and the other one doesn't yeah. want to like get questioned. So Put him under the mattress, man. Stash the body. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because I think there's two things about this, right? There's people, like average people who check into a hotel, people like you and me, we stay in hotels, we stay in motels, right? Mm-hmm. Um, sleeping unknowingly above, just inches above a decomposing body. <laughs> it's so that's creepy. part one that's horrible. But I think the second part of it that makes it so horrible is like the indignity of having your body just stuffed under a mattress in a seedy hotel, you know? Yeah. So I think those two things combine, and the fact that it's actually happens in real life is just, it makes it horrific. Well, one of the other ways a body very sadly can be found in a hotel and not under a mattress is obviously uh, suicide. Mm-hmm. Uh, people apparently check into hotels to do this a lot for obvious reasons. Uh, you want you don't want your family to have a mess necessarily. Uh, another reason is to uh, avert exposure maybe to the media. Mm-hmm. And I think it just sort of gets buried in the news if it's just a a random hotel suicide kind of thing. Uh, casinos apparently have the highest suicide rate, uh, and Las Vegas has the highest suicide rate in the country. I could see that if, like, you just lost a bunch of money. That has something to do with it. They said this is not all of it, but a lot of people show up in Vegas desperate and destitute, hmm. you know, trying to gamble their way back to, you know, not necessarily even prosperity. Oh, man, that is a sad scene you just painted. Yeah, but you were joking in the thing about it being in the hotel industry. There was an article called How to Properly Respond to a Guest Death in Your Hotel published in a journal for hotel managers that I found. And they said a big thing in Vegas is they don't – and most big hotels now don't let you just open the windows. No. But a lot of them do have balconies still. Uh, Vegas, they don't even have balconies because – of the suicide problem. Mm. So they said that leads some people to make a final leap, like in an atrium style lobby. (sighs) And he says in this article that hotel managers should keep a very large, dark colored tarp uh, made of impermeable material on hand and available at all times. Oh my God. Just so you can run out there very quickly and cover that mess up. So, but not only the mess, it's really dangerous. I mean, people walk through atriums, you know, oh, yeah. like that's really irresponsible. Yeah. You could land on someone, obviously. Yeah. And I imagine that would probably kill both people. Yes. I would think so too. Uh, and, you know, we did a, a an episode on crime scene cleanup. 99 times, uh, times out of 100, that's what's going on here. Uh, if something happens in a hotel room, mm-hmm. there's a guy in a, a San Francisco-based company called Crime Scene Cleaners that he said, that hotel chains are his biggest clients and that suicide cleanups is most of his business. Hmm. I uh, mean, it, it definitely makes sense in a very grisly way, like not wanting to put your family through that. But unfortunately, you're putting you know, some housekeeper through it. Yeah. Un- the, unnecessarily. The, the good news is, is that almost everything is, is thrown away. 
that they're not just like pull the sheets and we'll you know wash them. <laughs> they're like this pillowcase is still mostly good. Yeah, they like they don't rip up the part of the carpet that's stained. They kind of gut the place basically. Mm-hmm. Sometimes even the drywall. Mm. They get rid of all the the clock radio and everything because they were like if there's a little tiny piece of brain that you don't notice sure. on something that heats up like via electricity. Oh man, that'll stink. Plus, plus it could be haunted now. <laughs> it's obviously haunted. Right. Uh, but those are in, like, decent hotels that, uh, you know, even, like, kind of cruddy hotel chains, I think, still do a good job. Yeah. The, the scary part is if it happens in a really not great place because there's a Reddit thread called Tales from the Front Desk. Oh, I've got to get on that. Where, no, don't do it, dude. You'll never tour again. <laughs> You'll never leave your house because <laughs> these are all insider stories. And oh, this yeah. one guy was like, yeah, a guy uh, – Die by suicide on my shift. Uh, the owner found out how much it cost for a professional cleanup, and he said to flip the mattress. <laughs> no. Yes. No. Pretty sad. Did they ever say where they worked? Is oh, I don't know. Anonymous. I think it's probably – this one was anonymous. Man. This is just a hotel uh, house cleaner. Um, and the other thing, too, is I guess we can close with is – when people decide to do this, mm-hmm. uh, oftentimes they pick, like, the best room, the nicest suite. Oh, yeah. Because they don't have to pay for it. Sure, yeah. Yeah, that's, that's huh. So don't think if you're getting the high roller suite that that room is safe from ghosts. Right. Wow. That's something else, Chuck. You really brought it. Thank you. Well, since uh, Chuck brought it and we're out of info, that's it for short stuff. So short stuff is out. Stuff You Should Know is a production of iHeartRadio's How Stuff Works. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Listener.